0: A podcast diving, diving, deep, diving, deep, diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General. John w- w- welcome, welcome, welcome to Utopia. Um, John, as far as training camp, more localized observations for training camp, um, let's start with this. According to Nick Casario, everybody was there, full attendance for training camp. We know they a handful, like about a half dozen players, either. A non-football injury or the pup list are right, the biggest name Sheldon Rankins with a non-football injury, not participating right now, the defensive tackle that they signed to a one-year deal this season. Um, but full participation. And I guess that was addressed within the framework of a question about Steven Nelson. We know what it seems like would love to be the next contract extension that gets handed out. Um, but Nick Casario was even, he was kind of funny about it too. Even acknowledging that Steven Nelson on social media had, had, poked fun at the fact that Nick wears his own vests year-round that Casario said. Yeah, I know he, he doesn't like my wardrobe choices either. Um, Stephen Nelson was out there. All participation. Uh, no, nobody nobody staying away from camp, I guess, is my first observation, John.
1: Yeah, was, Stephen Nelson wasn't poking fun. He was ripping it. Yeah. And uh, he ripped Casario big time, tried to make him look bad. Nick did the right thing by laughing it off. I'm guessing Nelson's trying to get cut so he thinks he can get a better deal somewhere else. Signed a two-year deal here, played well in his first season, but there's not a big market for 30-year-old corners going into their ninth season. So what he should do is play as well as he can and hope maybe they give him a one-year extension or some more incentives because I don't see him getting a contract for more than a year if of that because it's a pretty
0: deep position. Do you think he's trying to get cut, John? Is that I mean, is that, is that, your you on that? Do that? Uh, Because you because you get emotional. People do stupid things on social media all the time. We know that. Like very very few people do dumb things on social media and sit there have a five step plan in front of them as to how they hope it ends up playing out. People react emotionally to things. You're just not one of them. That's the thing, John. You're not one of those people. The rest of us out here in the real world on social media, we do dumb things on there from time to time emotionally. So I I I'm more inclined to think it was just him acting out. And then maybe he had a conversation with David Mulligetta, his agent afterwards, where Mulligetta said, Hey man, that's not going to help you get the deal that you want. You think he might be trying to get cut, huh? Cause he looked like a guy pretty dialed in today at practice.
1: Well, he was cause he's got no other alternative. Did you, didn't he use the word mother E R on He used,
0: he used abbreviation for it, an acronym. When you call the
1: general manager that cause you won't get the contract you won't, I think it's pretty stupid And uh, I hope he doesn't think if he gets something else, it's because of that. Taking shots at the general manager on social media, which I'll guarantee you, David Mulligetta told him to put an end to.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. All right. So full attendance, Stephen Steven Nelson out there as well. John, my next observation, and I certainly want you to add to this list, too, as we go. But um, just looking at Kenyon Green, who did participate in some of the drills, not all of the drills. He's coming off of a procedure on his knee. We know he's been banged up pretty much since he got into the NFL. He hasn't been banged up. He's been getting kind of, uh, I guess, just a uh, uh, football banged up on Sundays by various defensive tackles. When he's not injured, he's he's losing battles in the trenches last season. He didn't have a good rookie year. Uh, my hope with Kenyon Green was that an offseason kind of transform him physically a little bit. Maybe because of the surgery. Maybe it's because he wasn't able to participate in workouts and things like that. Kenyon Green still looks kind of like the baby, fat, laden rookie that he came into the league as a year ago. That That's my eyeball test on Kenyon Green.
1: When you have a knee injury, you can work out certain parts of your body. But so much of what you do is based as an offensive lineman, especially a guard, when you're going to fire off the balls based on your butt and your legs, and if you got a knee injury, it's hard to work on that. But the key with him is he isn't on physically unable to perform like some other players, including Charlie Heck, the third tackle. Charlie had knee surgery as well, didn't participate in the off-season program. But seeing Green out there doing anything is a positive because they okay. need him to take that big leap in his second season and become a player who was worth being the fifth, 15th overall pick last year.
0: I hope, man, I, I- – I just looked at him physically and I'm like, man, if you told me like back in January and granted he had that knee surgery in March, if you told me back in January, how do you hope Kenyon Green looks when he comes into camp next year? What I saw out there today was not what I envisioned in my head as my best case scenario for what Kenyon Green would look like. My guess is, John, a lot of people listening to this podcast wonder, hey, how C.J. Stroud look out there at training camp today? He did have some nice throws. He had a deep one to Nico Collins that he dropped in the bucket. Nico beat Derek Stingley Jr. in in uh, in man coverage. Um, I, this I'll say about CJ. You know, without getting too deep, because a lot of it was just kind of you know there was some seven on seven stuff out there. But it's against shell. You know, it's just it's jerseys and helmets and shorts right now. Um, as far as work that he's getting and who he's getting with he definitely appears to be getting on track to be number one type work. And what I compare that to is the Greenbrier in 2017 when Deshaun Watson was a rookie, he seemed to clearly be working with the second unit. Whereas CJ today, it seemed to be, he seemed to be getting mixed and matched in with a lot of guys who you would consider top of the depth chart sort of guys.
1: Yeah, they still haven't, they're going out of their way so that we don't see that he's going to be the number one quarterback. And I think that's more for him and his teammates to where they want him to seize that job based on what he does on the field. And I'm sure at some point he will. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. I, I predicted before. I think it'll be after the joint practices before the last preseason game, maybe before that. But uh, it's going to be asked of D'Amico Ryans every day about the starting quarterback job. And he'll say the same thing. Those things play themselves out and take care of themselves, but he throws a really pretty pass. He does. He's, and and he's he's hit a lot of them. The problem is not his passing. We know he can throw the ball. The problem is going to be adjusting to tighter windows, making quicker decisions, and being able to adjust on the fly, and you're not going to know that really till they get to Baltimore because they're not going to see any kind of coverages on those preseason games that's going to reveal – what he's going to face when the season starts.
0: He uh, he had a couple overthrows, John, where a few of us that were kind of standing in that media area there were looking at each other like, yeah, uh, CJ, you need to realize you ain't throwing it to Jackson Smith and Jigba anymore. You know, you're not, throw- you're not throwing it to Garrett Wilson anymore. That's, uh, you know, 82 Sims, is that is right there. A little, little number 14. Uh the you know that that you're you're not throwing to these same guys that've been a slew of first round picks within uh, in Buckeye Land anymore. He's gonna he oddly enough, he's gonna have to adjust with this team to having lesser receivers than he had at Ohio State the last That's really years. Absolutely well. It's crazy. That is crazy. Any other shout observations, John, other than what we just talked about there?
1: No, not really. I yeah. spend most of my time talking to other media people. Every once in a while i look up because there's a long way to go in training camp and preseason.
0: I'll get
1: fired up about practice when they have those joint practices and they can beat the hell out of each other.
0: Okay, there you go. I guess my one other observation, it looked like Jonathan Joseph and Derek Stingley Jr. were kind of attached at the hip. I like seeing that, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not so sure J. Joe couldn't get a lot of playing time on this team. And I think that's great <laughs> that they brought him in on the Bill Walsh diversity program and uh, because he can help Stingley. He can okay. help all those guys because no he doubt works, played so long, and hopefully they'll listen to him.
0: Was that a shot at the cornerback room or a compliment for Jonathan Joseph, John? Was compliment the, the, for
1: J. Joe, who okay. is one of the best players in franchise history.
0: Okay, gotcha. Because I think this cornerback room, I mean, you and I will break down the positions at some point down the road, but I, once they kind of narrow down a little bit. But, uh, I like, overall, I like the top – the top tier is cornerback room with with uh, Stanley and Nelson and King and Sh- Shaquille Griffin. I think that's a, that's a pretty solid NFL cornerback or cornerback room. Don't you agree?
1: Well, it depends. Stanley hadn't proved he can be healthy since his first year at LSU. Okay. Desmond, he played as well as he could play, mm-hmm. and Nelson played as well as he could play, but he's unhappy. Shaquille Griffin was he wanted. Tavier Thomas is the one that played his position better than yeah. any of them. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, Jenny Ward is playing in the slot. He don't want to play in the slot anymore. He's a safety. So, Tavier Thomas has got to be the slot corner because he was one of the highest rated in the NFL. All
0: right. So, those are our observations from training camp, and we'll continue to keep you posted on that uh, as, we, uh, as we roll on. But, yeah, the, the calendar essentially is August 10th. That's the first preseason game. So we've got a couple of weeks here leading up to uh to New England for the first preseason game for the Houston Texans.